Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Yes! Welcome back to another edition of Trendy. We're in the show where we like to compete while exploring the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And boy, do we have a treat for the audience today. We have a legend in his field, somebody who has shown amazing performance this week and is absolutely going to be dynamite on the show. And we also have The Miz. So thank you for joining us today. Brian, I hate to tell you, Mike, is on such a heater right now. He is on such a heater. He has gone undefeated on the show. He has given out, what, 10 consecutive winners against the spread, which is something that nobody's ever done before. So you've got to come on. You've got to bring him the heat, and you've got to bring him down a notch. That's quite all right. Yeah, I, I plan on doing that. Not only will I bring him down a notch on this podcast, but I'll bring him down a notch in our playoffs head-to-head duel that we have in the League of Leagues football fantasy football obviously and uh i plan on taking him down tearing him up i already have Rahid Rahid shaheed uh tearing it up giving me 15 points yesterday where almost has as much as his quarterback matthew stafford which i'm pretty pretty happy about uh closing the gap right now they have him winning uh i've lost nick chubb this year i've lost uh andrews this year i've lost christian kirk this year i mean i've lost a lot of players but it's still able to be dominant and will continue to be dominant and beat him, go all the way to the championship and win the whole thing. Like I oh. did two years ago. All right. Well, let's play Let's set it up first. Right, Brian, because obviously I'll give you a chance to respond, but you guys are playing each other in the semifinals of the league of leagues. You guys do end up in this position pretty frequently, which is pretty fun for us. Um, but I will go ahead and recap the teams real quick, just so the audience knows. So Mike, the Miz has 15.9. Uh, Points so far from Rashid Shahid, as he was referring to, way outperformed expectation and closed the gap. He's got Lamar Jackson, Javante Williams, Rashad White, DJ Moore, George Pickens, Isaiah Likely, Isaiah Pacheco, and the Bills D. There is no kickers because this is a real fantasy league. On the other side, Brian has... Uh, Matt Stafford, who's checked in with about 21 points last night. Travis Etienne, Raheem Mostert, Tyreek Hill, Cortland Sutton, uh, Pittman, Tucker Craft, a great tight end pickup, Aaron Jones, and the Jets D. So Brian on ESPN is favored to win by four points, but you feel like you're going to win by a whole lot more than that, right, Brian? Wait a second. Hold on. You, you just said great pickup uh, from his tight end. I picked up Isaiah Likely. Like, is that not a great pickup? Are we just skipping over the fact that Isaiah likely was out there with zero five, by the way, I had no money left and I still got Isaiah likely. Like how crazy is that? Oh, Brian, answer the question. How crazy is it? He had a chance to actually get <laughs> Isaiah likely. He had a shot. Didn't take it. Well, first of all, congratulations to Mike, the Miz for being the only person in fantasy uh, to have players injured. I never, I didn't know that was exclusive to you, Mike. Uh, congratulations. It's not like my, me and Sal's team had Joe Burrow as our starting quarterback and then CJ Stroud as our starting quarterback. And now we're picking up our third string quarterback, Stafford, to start in the playoffs. 
It's not like Aaron Jones has been out pretty much for the entire year. It's not like Tyreek Hill may or may not play this weekend. So, no, that's just resigned to you. Congratulations on overcoming such adversity. What Michael doesn't understand is... Michael. Yes, I'm being very formal here. That I am essentially, as you know, Toby, and as, as people listening know too, that I am essentially the Gunther of fantasy sports. Wow. Mike is going, you know, he, he puts up a strong effort. He puts, he's got a little pluck, baby face fire, putting up his dukes. But ultimately, it's going to end in bitter disappointment, like it always does, because, you know, my and Sal's team, Sal is, uh, you know, co owner of the team. I do the GM work. Sal gives the macro notes, um, you know, are, are pretty much unstoppable as we've been, as we really are the number one seed, as the little, you know, Shahid you know, spurt last night isn't really going to do it. It's, it's nice to give you a hope spot. Basically, that's what that is. But it's essentially the figure four leg lock with Stafford grabbing the ropes and the hold has to be broken and the match now must continue. That's what this is. The only regret I have because I didn't remember uh, to check the waiver wire because of my confidence being so high is that with a zero budget, you did sneak in the Bills defense, who I think is going to be uh, very, very high performative this weekend against uh, the Chargers. So it's definitely not, you know, it's not a done deal. And I have little cues next to Mostert, Hill, and Pittman on my team, meaning they may or may not play. You have no cues. You have no Ds. You have no Os. Everyone is healthy for you. Isaiah Likely, congratulations on picking them up after Andrews went down. It's not exactly, you know, rocket science that you're going to pick up his replacement. But congratulations on doing that. Um, how do I get him with zero? I had no money, zero money. You could play defense. The problem with this league is nobody plays defense. I'm playing offense. I'm playing defense. I'm playing special teams. There's three parts to every game in the NFL. There's offense, defense, and special teams, and I'm doing them all. And that's uh, exactly going to take you out this week. Go. What are special teams in fantasy sports? I have to know. Special teams is, is basically when you are looking for – the specialness of a player when a player goes down <laughs> that's the special team part of when you you chime in and isaiah likely a la isaiah likely thank you <laughs> all right so four points separate the two of you guys or four points on the projection i think this is going to come down to christmas day like how much of your christmas will be dominated with this how much are you going to ignore 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 slash annoy the other people in your life pay attention to this how many texts are you going to exchange it while you should be celebrating one of the most special days of the year if i lose this will ruin my daughters my four and five and a half year old uh christmas so that's what that's the, the what are at stake right now. So Brian, so, you gonna ruin Christmas? You gotta lay down now. Now that he said that, you have to lay down. You gotta be a decent guy. Kidding? He this is do his most, hair for this. This is the most incentivized I've ever been to win a fantasy matchup in the history of my life. Playing since <laughs> the late '80s to ruin the Miz's Christmas. I'm gonna be watching. Of course, I'm gonna be watching. I don't have any players. It looks like playing on Christmas Day. Obviously. Uh, the Knicks are playing in the afternoon, but I'll still, you know, obviously watch that. Miz has, Miz has his quarterback playing. Yeah, Lamar Jackson in the very last game on Christmas night, and and the uh, Isaiah Pacheco and future Hall of Famer, I guess Isaiah Likely, all playing on Monday, Christmas Day. I'm Jewish. I'm not celebrating Christmas. I don't care anyway. I'm going to be watching all these games <laughs> with the 
huge incentive of seeing Mrs. Christmas, I guess, retroactively ruined because he wouldn't know if he loses until after the 8 p.m. games are over. But he's in California where it's only five o'clock. So we have three extra hours to ruin Christmas for the Mizanin family. And I'm all for it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I, I told Miz we were only going to take 10 minutes. Uh, I will give my pick at the end of the show because I'm going to go ahead and set a line for this and let our, our uh, listeners play along. But any parting shots, what's your closing take on this matchup and the League of Leagues in general? Brian's looking pretty decent, maybe for the overall. Mike, you're going to be chasing a little bit because uh, baseball didn't go your way this year. But you are, and everybody should know this, you are a champion of the League of Leagues. There's only, what, like six or seven people that have ever won the league, and you are one of them. And I've been in the league for, what, four years? I mean, literally, I've won one out of four, and I'll probably win the NFL this year. I did terrible in baseball. Basketball, I have so many injuries that it's just – it's 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 really having – I'm having a hard time right now, but it'll pick up. I'll probably be – I wanted to win basketball and NFL and become the champion again, but that, that does not seem likely. So uh, I think if I win the NFL, beating Brian – uh, I'll be very happy and, and finishing higher than him in basketball will be another nod in uh, another notch in my cap, if you will. Ryan, I, I don't like, like Miz is dead last in basketball and I'm in third and we have 14 teams. So in what universe are you seeing yourself finishing higher than me in basketball? I have injuries, Brian, when the oh, no, injuries, injuries, you guys don't understand what it's like to have your players get injured a lot. My players work hard. <laughs> My players play hard. My players are the hardest players out there. And that's why they're getting injured. And that's sometimes that I need to take a step back. Go, guys, look, let's regroup. Let's figure things out and work it together for when we're in the playoff run. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to come together. I'm going to give them a motivational speak. I'm going to be like Al Pacino on any given Sunday and uh, give them a rah-rah speech that they never heard before. Ryan, how surprised were you the year he won? Be honest. I'm not surprised the year he won. I mean, obviously, me and Sal were the first ever winners. And, you know, we might be winning this year, too. We'll have to see what happens in basketball. Um, I'm, I'm looking at Miz's team. He's got one guy injured, Marcus Smart, uh, fantasy dynamo Marcus Smart. And, you know, Mr. I play offense, defense, and everything else. You know, maybe it helps if you're dead last in fantasy basketball to read the papers and see Morantis coming back and maybe actually start him instead of having him rot on his on your bench when he's putting up near triple doubles every night. Well, we got to add special teams to fantasy basketball. Then the Miz yeah. is going to be right back into that thing. Uh, all right, right, Mike, thank you so much for joining during the holiday season. I know you got a busy day. We really appreciate it. And best of luck to you this weekend against Brian. Uh, Brian's beaten me so bad in our contest here on this show that I guess I'm kind of rooting for you, even though – uh, you are going to talk the most trash if you do win. That's 100% correct. And the Browns will win uh, and cover, just so you know. Wait a minute. I got one last question for the Miz. Where are you performing? I'm, I'm assuming it's in what, not Madison Square Garden. Otherwise, you would have called me uh, this post-Christmas. Uh, no, I get, I get off this post-Christmas. You get off? I get family time, Brian. Wow. I get to hang out with my family. I didn't even know that was a thing. All right, congratulations. I, I I love hanging out with my daughters. Right now we're we're working on the elves. Um, yesterday they ate corn and pooped out popcorn. I thought it was very creative. Um, 
you know, you don't know what an elf on the shelf is probably. You have no idea what that is, do you? No, no. I mean, it's very secular. I have no idea. There's no influence of Christmas at all uh, in this country, you know, so I really have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so what an elf on the shelf is, is basically, you know, you have like, and I understand that you don't know these things. So for like, say, 10, 20 days, whatever you want to do, you hide these elves in particular spots. And every night, the mad they magically go up to the North Pole, tell how the kids were, then they come back and they're in a different spot. And the kids go absolutely nuts for this. It's amazing. Today, I they're at the gingerbread house. I knew that you like to celebrate Christmas with your family. I just didn't know getting off during uh, the holiday season was a thing. But I'm glad that it is. <laughs> um watch are, are, have you exposed your children to you know santa's little nightmare or whatever that movie was that you started Santa's with, little uh... helper and by the way they love that movie they it's like their favorite really? christmas movie santa's little helper is like a gem that is like the unsung hero of christmas movies. Good movies and they don't know they have no quality to compare it to they just it's like if you're eating gruel your entire life you're assuming that gruel is like you know the thing to eat i showed them elf i showed them christmas vacation i showed them a christmas story and they prefer santa's little helper <laughs> wow your toddler children didn't understand uh <laughs> national lampoon's christmas vacation they understand entertainment they understand entertainment and they understand comedy and they understand mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of drama and uh, they enjoy Santa's Little Helper more than anything. As will well, most, I have a feeling... if, if if it got out there, if it had the budget of the marketing, you oh, know, I that say Elf and Home Alone and Home Alone 2, you know, if they had the marketing of that and the budget of that, that movie would have been bigger than everything. Well, I would so, be getting a star. I'd be getting a star the on the Hollywood Walk of Fame instead of Macaulay Culkin. How about that? I, All right. Well, we might as well get the plugs out of the way early. So Miz is plugging Santa Little's, Little's Helper. Brian is plugging his book, There's Just One Problem, which I promised I would it. get. And I did. I got it delivered to me. Uh, reading one quick excerpt before we go here. In all my years working at The Rock, he never had a full-blown disaster. But in 2011, when The Rock returned to Madison Square Garden to team with John Cena against Miz and R-Tooth, we came pretty close because of the Miz's limited in-ring ability. That. Did I did I get that right? I mean, I, I think I bought this used. Actually, Brian, I think you sent me your copy. I don't. I think you made that quote, up, but um, you know, there's some. You know, I'll have to I'll have to go back and look. That I think. Um, where can the, I, by the way, I'm genuinely curious. Is is Senna's little helper? Is that streaming? It's got to be streaming somewhere, right? Stream, I I'm not sure actually. You can get it on like you can you can rent it on the movies app. Go to Blockbuster. <laughs> no, it's an app. There's an app where you can buy movies, Brian. Okay. If you knew that, you can rent them too. You can go to Amazon oh, Prime and you can get it there too. Let me see. Santa's little <laughs> the Simpsons dog comes up. The by the way, by the way, your book. There's just one problem. I got a problem with your book. I got more than one problem. So you motivated my wife. Where I'm the type of person where she comes up with an idea, I'll be like, well, yeah, but we can. She goes, what? Is there just one problem? So now. Her rebuttal is always there's just one. She uses your book to like to like be like, no, oh, what? There's a problem? And I'm like, oh, my God. So thanks, Brian. Appreciate beautiful. you. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'll do you a favor. Santa's Little Helper um, is streaming on, uh, oh, well, it 
it was streaming on Tubi. Now it's saying, sorry, this video is not currently available. And they don't it was even, played too much. They don't even have you or and Paige as the uh <laughs> the featured person in the in the thing there. There it's the other actress from the well, 902 reboot. So I don't maybe know. If, if, maybe if I go fill up my tank, it'll be on the Shell gas station screen. It's a, Guys, it's a very cute movie. Everyone can You find it. It's the best Christmas movie you'll ever see in your entire life. <laughs> Miz is going to be so upset after he loses the fantasy playoffs on Monday that he's going to expose his kids to gremlins on Tuesday and traumatize them. <laughs> I love gremlins. You don't like gremlins? I'm just saying it's, it's you know, it's for slightly older kids. It's not for like six-year-olds. All right. Well, I don't know. I feel like I watched it when I was six. Miz, if there's anyone who knows about parenting, it's obviously me. So please, he <laughs> yes, and hundred uh, percent. All right, all right. You guys are the best. This is some of my favorite content when we can get you two on the same Zoom <laughs> and uh, chat through it. So thank you very much for joining, Miz. Uh, as I said, best of luck. We'll go. I'll go find out where we can find Santa's little helper, and I'll show my to my six year old this afternoon. We'll let you know how we like it. Got it. All right, later, all right. guys. Thanks, Miz. Later. All right. Well, Brian, that is always fun. How does it feel yeah. to engage with your nemesis yet again? I didn't, I honestly, um, I don't even know. I, I honestly thought you were going to uh, be bringing on Sal. I did not think you'd be bringing on Miz. I'm not surprised. His delusion is as strong as ever. And, um, you know, the fact is, it, it is a pretty close, you know, projected as a close semifinal. So uh, I'm definitely not taking him lightly, but um he he needs he he needs to be brought down a few pegs in life in general. So uh, <laughs> that's I know you said because he came on and everything that you're hoping that he you know you're rooting for him, but we all know the truth. So, yeah, you know he's gone now. You don't have to. He's not listening. <laughs> well, you're the one who really needs to be taken down a peg because you are absolutely on fire here. So let's give Caesar some love and let's come back with what four or five more winners because you cannot lose right now. You know, when the conversation turns tampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up, Omaha Full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles see caesars.com slash promos for full terms void where prohibited know when to stop before you start gambling problem arizona call 1-800 next step colorado wyoming kansas affiliated with kansas crossing casino call 1-800-522-4700 indiana call 1-800-9 with it iowa call 1-800 bets off louisiana call 1-877-770 
stop licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net, New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Brian, we are back. And as we talked about before the break, you cannot lose. As a result, you're at 21.6 units already. I am at 13.6. I have beat the juice. I beat the house. I have beat life. I've beaten everybody but you. How are you doing this? How have you not given out a single loser yet in the first two episodes? No, we're really setting us up for failure here today. I don't know. Um, Yeah, it it picked a good week to um, have credible guesses and picks and stuff like that i don't know what it is again if i only stuck to the picks that i gave on this (laughs) podcast i'd be doing quite well but of course i can't help myself so what you don't know you know won't hurt you type of thing yeah exactly well you know with that kind of lead and that kind of uh that kind of streak to defend here i can't wait to hear what you got today so go ahead lead us off with your heart pick um so for my heart pick um you know i could at first I was just going to go with the bills and the, you know, the 12 and a half point spread or whatever it is. Um, you know, I am a bills fan. I do, um, you know, have a vested interest in seeing them succeed, but I'm always a little bit wary. I mean, I don't think there are trap games at this point with three games left in the year. I think you're very focused on the game at hand, but also I was a little worried, worried about the, West coast, you know, East coast to West coast, full trip, one less day to prepare the proverbial, we fired our coach bump that the chargers have that all teams seem to perform like, like, you know, gangbusters when they, you know, have a new coach in season. Uh, So I'm going to temper it down a little bit. I'm going to go with the same game parlay. I'm going to go with James cook, my favorite with 23 and a half receiving yards. Um, which is, I believe, minus 130 paired with the Bills' money line. They just got to win. Mm. have to have a crazy – I mean, they usually either blow people out or it's so, so close. There hasn't been a lot of, like, games in the 5 to 10-point range as far as I know. But that's plus 110 if you combine them. So I take the James Cook 23-and-a-half yard receiving over 
plus the Bills money line as the uh, heart pick for this one. Yeah, well, the the Bills money line, I mean, my goodness, if they lose that game after all the momentum that they've built, like the ricochet that's going to come to them from the take market is going to be pretty re- amazing. I could almost wish that it would happen. Um, and you've done well on, on these combination money line player prop parlays. So that one I'm staying away from. I, I actually have to find one to fail. The only way I could catch you is going to get you in one of these games. So it ain't going to be that one. I'm going to uh, wait for your next three to figure out which one it's going to be. Uh, for my heart pick, We've got Christmas Day basketball, baby. We usually don't extend into Monday, but of course, with the great tradition, and because we're not going to be recording on Monday, we're going to extend the weekend and take some Monday action. you got to have action on these Christmas Day games, which is kind of a sad statement, Brian. I've got to say, I, I just like, I just, I just reevaluated my entire life in that nanosecond where I said, you have to have action on Christmas Day. Like, I should be paying attention to my family, my kids. I've got three of them enjoying uh, the spoils of Santa and the warm grove. Kill- Kith and Ken, but instead I will be gambling on the Celtics and the Sixers on a Christmas Day money line parlay at plus 245. Uh, the Celtics suffered a little bit of an injury setback this week with Jason Tatum. I know he's day to day, but I'm really hoping he gives it a go. And the Lakers have to be absolutely sick of working on Christmas. It is Friday the 22nd around noon Eastern right now. And my job is sitting on a Zoom talking to my friends. And I'm like, oh my God, get me out of this gulag. Why am I still working this close to Christmas Day, yet LeBron has to strap him on for like 17 straight uh, Christmases to keep playing? And so I don't know. I think the Celtics are better, especially if Tatum plays. I don't think the Lakers are going to like show up with like, oh, we absolutely have to have this, despite AD's comments in the press. I think they're paying the piper from that uh, that tournament run they went on. And I like the Celtics to win. And then the Sixers, like they cost me on my cred bit the other night. I don't know how much you were watching on that Sixers-Timberwolves game. But they were yeah. really impressive. Embiid, as you've already pointed out, is just murdering the first quarter. Uh, and he's been he's just an unstoppable beast right now. Maxi is rounding into shape. They've got great supporting cast around them. And they're going against the Heat, which I keep pointing out, do not get up for the regular season. So if you take this Sixers team, if you take Embiid, still with his like defending MVP chip on his shoulder, while nobody thinks he's the best player in the league, meanwhile, he is the reigning MVP. Um, I think that they're going to take care of business. And I like both of these together. And honestly, Brian, I had to go with all parlays in this matchup just because you're beating me so much. Like you're the chip leader. you got the big stack. And so I've got to chase. And so I've got to put these two teams together for plus 245. That's what that Celtics and Sixers. Yeah. Celtics and Sixers straight on the money line. Gotcha. Okay. I know who to, uh, well, I always root against the Celtics, obviously. And I always obviously. root against the Sixers, but I don't like uh, the Heat either. So, yeah, uh, that might have to be – that's going to be the – during 8 o'clock Monday night, that's going to be during the uh, Isaiah Likely Hall of Fame induction game. So, uh, you know, I'll just <laughs> – Oh my gosh, Isaiah Likely. That was great. All right, uh, let's dig into the numbers a little bit. Where are you going to go in the head category? Okay, so in the head category – when I was scrolling through the social media to to basically, you know, see if Yamamoto failed his physical and decided to sign with the Mets out of spite, regardless, that didn't happen. And that's, by the way, why I'm wearing my vintage Mike Piazza jersey, because as I posted, I do appreciate players who actually want to play here, um, as Mike Piazza did. So when I was scrolling through that news, I saw that Jimmy Butler is out today. And when Jimmy Butler is out, um, that usually turns into a Tyler Hero game. So I have mm-hmm. a little bit of, uh, you know, four combination type things. The first is in that uh, Miami game. 
taking Hero with two three-pointers and 20 points scored in the game. That's minus 240. That's section A. And then waiting for the West Coast, because as you all know, as everyone who woke up today knows, it's the Jordan Poole revenge game in Golden State. As Washington, Of course. Golden State. Jordan Poole absolutely screwed me over. The refs really screwed me over last night because I needed him to get 15 points on the day. He had 13. He was clearly fouled at the end of the game when he was supposed to go to the free throw line. They called it a jump ball. The guy like hacked his hand. I have no idea why they called it that. But I do think Poole can at least score two three-pointers. And Clay Thompson is making threes uh, quite easily, more so than usual, even for him. So I have let, let me uh, let me reset this. I have Poole at two three-pointers, Clay at three three-pointers. Okay. Minus one ninety-five combined with Hero's two three-pointers and his twenty points. That's minus two forty combined. That's a grand total of plus one fourteen. Oh my gosh, we're going to need a bigger graphic. Uh, so that is a mouthful. I don't even know how to attack that. So that is a prime candidate to fail. I will listen to your last two, but holy hell do you need a lot of things to go right. You got a Clay Thompson in there? I mean, come on, what are we doing? That's going to be a Steph game tonight. Like, it's definitely not going to be a Jordan Poole game. Nobody here thinks there ever should be a Jordan Poole game here in D.C., but somehow we keep getting being exposed to them night after night. Uh, for head, Brian, I am, as I said, I got to parlay everything. I was just going to play the Brock Purdy under passing attempts. Uh, by itself, but I had to find something to combine it with as I chased down your monstrous lead. Uh, Brock Purdy under 31.5 passing attempts plus DJ Moore 50 plus receiving yards is plus 152. For Purdy, 13 out of 14 times this year, uh, he's come under 31.5. It's a combination of them having big leads that they don't need to continue to throw and also big plays that they don't need to dink and dunk for you know 50 attempts. 30 keeps doing them quite well as they skate towards the Super Bowl. And I think this game against the Ravens on uh, on Christmas night, I think it's going to be a lot of running. I think it's going to be a lot of the clock moving. I think it's going to be pretty tight with neither team, like suddenly having to unload the clip and throw, you know, whatever it is, 20 times in the fourth quarter. So I like the suppression elements there. And I think that he'll stay under the 31.5, as is his common pattern. And then DJ Moore is very simple. Every time he seems to play with Justin Fields, if they're both on the field, he's hitting 50 yards. Uh, field has a bit of tunnel vision for him, gets targeted, just an absolute ton. Uh, the defenses still haven't shaded enough over to take him out of the game. And 50 yards is well below. It's adjusted below where Vegas is expecting him to come. They've done it seven straight times. So I feel really good about that one as I found something to pair the Purdy with to get up to plus 152. That's very nice. That's also a mouthful. And it all it all tracks. It all makes sense. Um, yeah. I like that one too. I, I know, um, yeah, DJ Moore is just a different player when Fields is playing. So, uh, yeah, I like that one too. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see if that's the one you end up tailing. On the heater side, I mean, like, one, it's, it's the easiest thing in the world for me to tail your bets because you never miss. Uh, but tailing you on the heater has been particularly great, both on the show and in real life. Like, I was able to buy your book with the money I'm making off of your heater bets. <laughs> uh, so, why don't you go ahead and give yours first before I show my multi sport parlay yet again? Okay, I don't know. This is really kind of like a heater combined with a heart because I have um in my in another league that I am in, um I am down to uh if if you thought Matthew Stafford as the third, you know, option quarterback uh, you know, was, you know, throwing a desperation play. In my other league, it's Nick Mullins. And I have Stroud and Trevor Lawrence who are banged up. So I have Nick Mullins going. 
I'm taking Nick Mullins at, uh, you know, pairing it down a little bit at 250 passing yards. I think the actual line is 262, but he's playing, um, he's playing Detroit. They're probably going to be trailing. Uh, he's probably going to be throwing a lot. I think Justin Jefferson is still playing. Um, so I'm combining 250 passing yards for Nick Mullins with, and now I'm going to bring it back to our last thing when we talked about breaks and cards and stuff, because mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, uh, when one of my more expensive breaks, I got a Justin Fields flawless rookie autograph game used glove card. So wow. I'm going to combine my need for Nick Mullins to throw a lot of yards with my need for Justin Fields to be successful and have 50 rushing yards for J- Justin Fields combined with Mullins 250 passing yards and Mullins at 250 is minus 170 fields 50 yards rushing is minus 220 so that combined goes to plus 131 i'm really i'm getting a little too cute here i know just as easy i could just go under isaiah likely receiving just despite <laughs> um, but i figured why not i need both these things to happen anyway so might as well combine them i love it you're not just like you're not like taking a knee or taking the air out of the ball and just running the uh fullback dive to run the clock like you're really going after this you have an undefeated record to defend and you're going with all these multi-leg parlays where everything can go wrong but everything seems to go right for you this week so kudos to you i want to have the highest score of all time when this is all said and done i mean you know why not just go for it i you are well on pace to do so and then you're going to set a bar that we're all going to have to chase for a while until you come back and beat it again i bet uh so for my heater i am doing multi-sport parlays in honor of the league of leagues that we talked about a lot at the top of the show tonight i've got a three-sporter i've got uh tj hawkinson 50 plus receiving yards trey young nine plus assists and something called jason dickinson under half an assist at uh, combining them all together is plus 204. All straight numbers based, Brian. Hawk has done 10 straight games, uh, 50 yards or over. They're playing the Lions. That's the opposite of that Niners Ravens games. I do not expect the ball to be run a lot in that one. I expect it to be in the air a lot. And Hawk has been dominant when uh, given enough attempts to hit his numbers, which I think he will. On Trey Young, Trey Young, like, the the Hawks stink against the against the number, but Trey Young continues to get his on assists. He's been crushing lately. Uh, Thirteen assists on average over his last five games, over eight point five and ten straight. This eight point five number he hits, I don't know, 80 percent of the time, and I feel great about him doing it again tonight. And then I know more about Bruce Dickinson than Jason Dickinson, and I don't know if when Jason Dickinson puts his skates on, he does them one at a time. But I know he does not generate assists after he does it. There is no chance that he is going to get to ring the cowbell. There's no chance the lamp is going to light. He's gone fifteen games without an assist. I don't see any reason that should change. And so getting three um, three legs that all have been you know hitting ten straight times or higher at plus 204 seems like good value uh so he's the rudy gobert of hockey as far as uh, so you're always picking those guys who don't get assists there you go now you tell me on that one and we banged him we got that williams touchdown last night and gobert only had one assist and so that was great yeah i saw that and if you gave me 10 guesses to guess what team uh dickinson is on in the nhl i would probably not be able to get it but well, you- um yeah, well, you guess the Islanders nine times, and then yeah. it just comes well, out. Like I could guess I know of hockey teams, <laughs> players that are on those teams. 
Yeah, I, 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 he's an obscure one. Uh, I think he's minus like 270 on his own. But what team is he on? Pulling back the curtain, we actually just had to pause so I could confirm. I was pretty sure he was on the Blackhawks. I got it right. But as far as I'm concerned, the most famous Blackhawk of all time was Clark Griswold because he's the guy who wore the jersey the best in National Lampoon. The, what, third or fourth funniest Christmas movie of all time, according to The Miz, behind everything else that he has ever appeared in or seen with his kids. Yeah, well, I'm surprised he's not watching uh, the Marine Three or whatever with his kids and subjecting <laughs> to that fate worse than coal in your stocking. Uh, so a fate better than coal in your stocking, Brian, is whatever you're giving out for credibility because, as you said, you just keep crushing it. And this is the one bet for a guy who's won 10 in a row, then this one should be an auto tale for almost everybody listening right now. <laughs> well, you know I'm going to first quarter points. You know I'm going to the to the MVP of first quarter points, if not the entire league, Joel Embiid. Uh, I'm, I'm again pairing it down a little bit because I'm going to pair him with someone, uh, but I'm going with my standard nine first quarter points for Embiid, which is minus 360. Everyone knows he hits that pretty regularly unless he gets into foul trouble or, you know, uh, or just decides to just, you know, shoot three pointers and pass, but he always gets in double figures in the first quarter. Uh, tonight against Toronto and then who to pair him with normally it's Julius Randle but the Knicks aren't playing today and I don't have the numbers for tomorrow's game so I'm going to pair him with uh, another guy who usually performs pretty well in the first quarter pairing it down a little bit and that's Devin Booker of the mm. they haven't played since Tuesday they should be fresh um, Booker plays usually at least nine minutes and all he has to get in this in this particular uh, you know bet is six first quarter points, which I think he can get pretty easily. Uh, that's a minus 175. So combined, that's a nice, just, you know, not going too nuts here, but a plus 100. Embiid, nine first quarter points. Booker, six first quarter points. And can you dig that? The line on Booker is only six points. Like I almost came out of my chair when you gave me that number. In fact, I'll tell you what, I'm going to tail you. I know I have to <laughs> fail you strategically, but... And Bean, who has never like seems to miss this number, who I'm betting on on Christmas Day, and then he's going to come in tonight. And Book only has to get six points. Yeah, I'm, Brett, I'm, I'm I'm tailing that, even if it causes me to lose, because I don't want to fall farther behind when that one wins. I'll I'll double check it again. I don't know if there is like if he's on a minute restriction or just what, but for whatever reason, I double checked it, uh, and I'll check it again. Here we go. First quarter points. The actual line for his first quarter points is over six and a half so i yeah, paired it down sense. yeah uh, dude i'm I mean, in yeah i mean why not and he's and he's facing the suns they're usually i mean the uh he, he is the suns he's facing the um uh kings which are usually pretty fast paced so i'm not sure what's stopping i don't know if they know something we don't but uh six points for devin booker in the first quarter he should clear that pretty easily i think yeah, as, as JJ always calls it, that's a rat line, but I'm following the cheese. I'm going all the way down the hole. Uh, for my credibility pick, I am going with a, a NFL parlay. Uh, I'm going with the Bills minus two and a half, which you had on the money line earlier today. I've got the Eagles minus two and a half, and I've got the Colts money line, and you put those together at plus 196. And I'm, I love this uh, way to gamble on Caesars, where you can set the line wherever you want, and I I love taking uh, big favorites down to just a field goal because they 
they honestly don't care about the spread, particularly somebody like the Chiefs. And if they walk out with a, a three-point win, they're going to be plenty happy. And you get you don't have to eat all the juice that you have to eat if you take it all the way down to the money line. So Bills over the Chargers, Eagles over the Giants. If the Bills lose to a new coach and a backup quarterback by less than, or beat them by less than three, I'll shake you know I'll shake my I'll shake the teller's hand and tear my ticket up in front of them. Same with the Eagles who look. Uh, I know they have to have a get-right game. I know they need to bounce back. But come on, the shine is off Tommy DeVito. That is that experiment's not going to work against a team that should still make the conference title against the Niners. And then the Colts have been awesome lately. Like it is not something that gets talked about nearly enough that they've won five out of six and they're going against a Falcons team that couldn't even beat Bryce Young in Carolina, who looked like the odds on famous for the number one of favorite for the number one. We're only able to generate seven points against them in a totally unwatchable game against the Colts. Uh, the Colts will definitely be watchable, and I like them to win outright. And so being able to take these other two, like, field goal uh, heavy favorites and get up from, like, a, you know, I think it's plus 120 on the money line and get that up to plus 196 and close the gap with you a little bit more is how I'm going to play this. Yeah, I mean, look, I like that bet, and I would normally, um, you know, say uh, tail, but, you know, as you know, like the Falcons are just the gambling hellhole of uh, NFL teams. You never know what's going to happen with them. You put B. John Robinson in and a nice little like all he's got to do is get X. It never happens. You you sit him in fantasy. He goes for like 150 yards. Uh, they're the most frustrating team to watch. And I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen when uh, the Falcons, you know, play an NFL game and they're at home. Arthur Smith's a genius. He's an idiot. Like there's no rhyme or reason for it. So, um, yeah, I am going to stay away from that. Um, and, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. But I would I would uh, if I can tell something, is it still, absolutely still tell? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably be that that the Sixers Celtics uh, money line on Christmas Day because, um, you know, I I do think I don't know I I you know I can't obviously put my brain in the head of professional athletes but I do think that national television Christmas Day they've been on national television a million times obviously but I do think there's some um, uh, you know incentive to truly you know shine so yeah I think. I think those teams are the better teams so i think might as well uh pick them all right tailing my heart pick and you've been nailing those as well you can't lose seem to lose anything it's so annoying uh so let's come <laughs> back and give our sponsors a little bit of love we'll come back do second guess express and see if you could somehow give out a loser there this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
All right, Brian, we are back. And in my second guest express last time, I was talking about taking unders in that Syracuse game. You also took the under for an actual pick. I did have one question for you. I, I meant to bring up earlier. We keep talking about this undefeated streak. How big of a check did you write as a Syracuse donor to get them to lay down in that bowl game just so the under would hit? Was or was it like five figures? Is it like four figures to make them put up zero in a bowl game? Like what, what was the check size? If actually, if anything, I I don't know if you actually watched that game, uh, if you want to call it a game, but they actually, they were actually defying the money line because they, you know, towards the end of the first half, like all they basically needed to do was just do nothing. And that they still somehow on like with under 30 seconds left, uh, the quarterback got sacked. He threw the ball up in the air. um, South Florida took it and ran it in for a touchdown down so it should have even been the line should have even been less as far as total points scored in that game but clearly Syracuse is looking towards next year with a new coach and new recruits and new outlook and everything else uh it, it just proves that 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 very very uh seldom um you know seldom used you know mindset of it is uh actually hard to win without a starting quarterback when you're tight oh. the quarterback yeah, it's harder. like it's like dealing with fantasy injuries, you know. It's like honestly, uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't know how they were favored by three points. Um, I really should have taken that, but I really I can't bet against them. But I could just bet against the point total. Well, who are you betting on tonight in the Second Guess Express? So, do these count the second? No, guess they express? that's the whole point. These this is your fantasy bench. Uh, this is the ones that I, you're sitting there. You're like, should I put it in? Should I not put it in? But it doesn't actually count to the contest, which means it's going to outscore your lowest performer. Yes. So obviously the second guess express would, whatever the, whatever the total for Jordan pool points is, uh, you know, he's Charlie Brown in the football at this point, but he has to, if he doesn't get up for the golden state game with Draymond, you know, watching from wherever he's going to be watching and knowing that all eyes are on him. Um, the line is <laughs> 21 and a half points. Uh, which is exceedingly high if you've watched Jordan Poole this year. And yet, you you know, I was considering that, you know, whatever the line was, just because, you know, again, emotion. you got to somehow, you know, think he's going to get up for this game. Um, the other ones were because um, the Lions aren't out tomorrow, but I'm taking uh, – I'm going to pair them down like I usually do, but probably – 30-plus points, rebounds, assists for Jalen Brunson on the uh, 12.30 in the afternoon game combined with 40-plus uh, re- points, rebounds, assists for Giannis because no Mitchell Robinson. Uh, you know, they, he just kind of feasts. Um, Bobby Portis always seems to have a good game at Madison Square Garden since leaving the Knicks a few years ago. And out of spite to Miz, I would definitely second guess, but probably will take the under on Isaiah Likely this year. Uh, yeah. This Monday. I do like that quite a bit. All right. Those are more picks from Brian and more picks, the better right now for my second guest express, Brian, I'm doing something that Caesars has not posted. That isn't posted anywhere, but I'm going to do it anyway. I am taking strike three point afters. Um, they're laying 4.2 to the Miztourage in the league of leagues mm-hmm. fantasy semifinals. I like, I like your team to actually end up defeating the Miz, but I want to make it interesting, not for you and the Miz, but for our listeners. Um, If anybody out there would like to tweet at us, who will win? And for a tiebreaker, 
how much they will win by. I will come back on the show next week. I will tell you the results. And whoever came the closest, I will send a $100 Amazon gift card. That is my Christmas present out to the audience. And that is my Christmas present to everyone who had to listen to the beginning of you guys talking trash about a fantasy league. They were not in. We'll see which side ends up victorious. Yeah, you might have to, um, you know, take a screenshot of the starting lineups and everything. So um, to give that context, um, but um, yeah, that's great because if you if you win the hundred dollar Amazon gift card, then you could buy my book like at least seven times or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, the paperback. Yeah, the hard the hardcover I think is you know it's, it's a collector's item. You're gonna be hoping somebody pulls that out of a box here in two months, but the paperbacks you can still get. Yeah, you you can get actually. Yeah, they're both on sale on Amazon. And I don't know if Santa's Little Helper, you know, is on sale. I don't know if they even make DVDs anymore. But you could actually buy both um, and, and use the um, DVD, I guess, as a, you know, as a bookmark. I don't know. You know, I guess you'd have to take the DVD out. It's okay. You know, he saves Christmas, I'm sure. I, I don't know. I don't remember. The <laughs> That's a big spoiler at the end. He somehow saves Christmas. All right. Well, there's just one problem. Brian's book. Awesome. I had my copy delivered yesterday. I'm going to read it while I am hopefully not working over the holiday break, but we will be back next week with Trendy. Um, Brett and I are going to do something a little bit different for the holiday week. We didn't, I didn't honestly want as many people to work. I didn't want to ask my friends to come in between Christmas and New Year's. So Brett and I are going to do three episodes that are each dedicated to a single sport. We are going to do a, a soccer one. We are going to do a basketball one. And then we will do a football one that includes the playoff games in college and the NFL. That will be our slate next week. Before then, though, at 4 o'clock today here on Friday, our 15-minute pregame show will post as usual. You can go back and listen to all of our other content, this week's Covered in Glory, as well as um, the Extra Points podcast, Waiver Wired, and Lemon Pepper. Brian, you have been awesome on the show. You've been even better on your bets. I hope you will come back to uh, lose some money on the Mets here in the spring. But anybody you want to tell the people before we go? Yeah, I think it's very important that everyone should know that Santa's Little Helper on Amazon – uh, has a 4.5 uh, rating from its viewers, whereas my book has a 4.6 rating. And 4.6 well, is higher than 4.5. So that means people like me more than The Miz. Yeah, I mean, the only problem with that is it only has two reviews, and it's The Miz's Kids, and that means one didn't give it a five. So I can do the math there. Well, it has 249 ratings. Um, my book currently has 713 ratings. So, again, um, you know... <laughs> Anything we can do to, uh, you know, essentially quadruple, let's go get it to a thousand. We could have four reviews for every or ratings for every one of Santa's Little Helper. Um, you know, that uh, any anything else. There you go. So if you hate the Miz and you love Brian, that's the best way. That's Brian's holiday wish here. He's Jewish. Yeah. Give eight reviews for his book to everyone for The Miz, and he will be happy. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining this week. As I said, thank you to Brian. We wish you, obviously, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, whatever holiday you're celebrating this season. We hope you celebrate it to its fullest, and we will see you here next week. Enjoy a great weekend of sports. Take care, everyone. 